You're listening to the Vary Longmuir podcast, episode number 20. Welcome to the Vary Longmuir podcast, and as you may have guessed, I'm your host, Vary. Since stepping away from the 9 to 5 world back in 2009, I've been a creative director, illustrator, artist, business mentor, and coach to fellow creative types. The intention with this podcast is to offer a fresh perspective about what it really means to be a working creative. I'm offering simple strategies to add a little more joy to your days and sharing my own insights and lessons learned, often the hard way, from over a decade of being my own boss. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's podcast. It's so lovely to have you here, as always. This week's podcast was recorded ahead of time because as you are listening to this, if you're listening when it's just been released, I am currently sunning myself poolside in Bali with my favorite people. We are heading off on holidays for 10 days to Bali and it's a much needed break. We've had a lot going on um, over the last few months with moving house and getting settled into the new place um, and lots of different work projects on for me. So this little break is very much welcomed so I'm excited to get away. So as you're listening to this I'm probably doing not a whole lot of anything and reading lots and lots of books. I went to the library. Yep, I am a card holding member of my local library and stocked up on a big pile of books. So I'm very excited to get away and just relax and switch off for a little while. That said, I still do some work when I go on holiday and I go overseas. And it really is part of why I have designed my business in the way that I have because it gives me the freedom to be able to travel whenever I want without having to be completely off the clock when it comes to work and that's something that I've done very intentionally over the years. So I will still be having my regular weekly client calls with my coaching clients but I get to do it anywhere in the world which really still blows my mind that I get to do that and and we can be anywhere in the world at any time and still connect and still create massive value in the world. So yeah, a little bit of work, but mostly lots and lots of rest and relaxation. The one thing we are going to do while we're away is go to a water park. My kids and I are obsessed with water slides. A few weeks ago, we were sitting on Saturday night watching the 10 most dangerous water slides in the world on YouTube. You know, when you find yourself in that vortex of just nonsense on YouTube. And so we scoped out the local water park to where we're staying and it looks amazing. So we're very excited. Although my youngest looked a little bit fearful when he realized that he was in fact tall enough to ride all of the slides. I think he was looking for a bit of a get out of jail free card if he didn't quite meet the height requirements, but that is not the case. So that is the one thing that we've got planned to do whilst we're there, which is so exciting. So if you don't already follow me on Instagram, come on over and follow and you can join in in all the fun holiday activities. What I want to talk about in this week's episode 
is the difference between confidence and self-confidence and how relying on just your confidence is a mistake and it's most likely the reason you feel stuck and like you can't move forward with those goals that you've got set for yourself. So let's have a look at confidence. What actually is confidence? Confidence is when we have proof that we can do something. So we feel confident when we can look to our past and see evidence that we can, in fact, do something. So an example might be that you feel confident driving your car because you've done it for a long time. You might feel confident that you can go out and run five kilometers without stopping because it's something you've did previously. You might feel confident that you can take a really good photograph because again, it's something that you've did over and over and over again and you've really developed that confidence muscle so you know it's something that you can do confidently. Confidence is the result, not the reason that we're good at one particular thing. But before we can be good at it, before we've had the evidence to create the confidence, we had to have a different feeling. We had to have a different emotion that would have us trying something new. This feeling is self-confidence. Self-confidence has to come before we can develop confidence because we have to get good at something before we can feel confident about it. The way I define self-confidence is like this. It's being secure in yourself and your abilities without any evidence to suggest you should. It feels quite radical and quite rebellious to think that, but I really love how much you can back yourself with self-confidence. Self-confidence is the ability to trust yourself. It's knowing that you can experience any emotion and that the worst that can ever happen is simply that you feel a particular way. In a nutshell, Self-confidence is your opinion of yourself. Some examples of self-confidence in my own life are moving to Australia. When I moved here, I had no evidence to prove that this would be a good move and this is the place that I would want to live and to have my family. So I had to develop a sense of self-confidence to actually allow me to make the move and give it a try. Another example would be becoming a mother. It certainly wasn't something I'd had any previous experience to show that I should be confident in it, but I felt self-confident and knew that I could work it out along the way. Another example would be becoming a coach. Again, I didn't have any evidence to suggest that I would be a good coach and that I could be a good coach, but I chose to feel confident within myself. I chose to have that high opinion of myself and that's what allowed me to take action and to move forward with that. Now I want to take a moment here to look at the difference between self-confidence and overconfidence. Self-confidence is only about you. 
It's about what you can create as a result of the story that you're telling yourself. It's got nothing to do with anyone else. Self-confident people are not concerned about what other people are doing or what other people are thinking. There's no competition in self-confidence. It goes against the idea that if I have something, it means that there's less of that thing for you and for other people. True self-confidence has a calm and grounded energy. It's focused and it's clear and it's committed. Overconfidence, on the other hand, is more about other people. It's about proving other people wrong or proving them to be inadequate in order to feel right or to feel better than other people. Overconfident people are obsessed by what other people are doing or not doing. It's all based on this idea of competition and looking good to other people and being perceived as being good. There's really no concern to actually feel confident. It's just about how we're being perceived by others. Overconfident people think that if I have more slices of the pie, it's because there's only so much to go around. Self-confidence and overconfidence have vastly different energies. Now, we've all been in a room where there's an overconfident person and it just doesn't feel good. When I've been in environments like this, I can feel myself start to withdraw and retract. On the flip side, being in a room with self-confident people always feels like I'm being given this permission and encouraged to be more, to show up in a bigger and fuller way and to be more me. There's this infectious, expansive energy that feels so playful and so optimistic. The beauty of self-confidence for me is that it's actually very understated. It's not loud and it's not shouty. So how do we create self-confidence? If you've been listening to the podcast and followed my work for a while, you'll know that the reason that we feel any emotion either positive or negative, is because of how we're choosing to think. And this is exactly how to cultivate the emotion of self-confidence. It's an emotion that you create for yourself on purpose. It's where you have no external reason to think that you can do or achieve that thing, yet you choose to feel confident within yourself because of the story you tell yourself. So if we can just choose self-confidence and choose to feel good, why do most of us not have it? It's because of old patterns. It's because of these habitual ways of thinking. Developing self-confidence asks us to believe in new and unfamiliar things about ourselves. We've been conditioned to be afraid of feeling any of these negative emotions, let alone intentionally choose to feel uncomfortable and uncertain. We feel controlled by our feelings and we feel controlled by our actions. There's a sense that we aren't in control of them, that they are in fact in control of us. 
We feel so scared by any potential failure that we do nothing. This creates a very low opinion of ourselves because we see ourselves as being imperfect and we judge ourselves so harshly. When you have more confidence, you will set more goals. You will take more action. You'll talk to more people. You'll take more risks because you won't make it mean anything bad about you. You'll achieve more. You'll believe beyond your current capability and your current capacity. And you'll start to live into your future because you know the worst thing that can happen is that you feel a particular way. And if you're willing to feel anything, then there's nothing holding us back from choosing to feel self-confident and taking those risks. We have to be willing to experience discomfort consistently in order to be self-confident. Your willingness to experience the vibration of the worst case scenario leaves you with absolutely nothing to lose. This is pretty amazing to think, right? If you are willing to experience temporary embarrassment or humiliation and not make it mean anything negative about you, then what might you actually try? We give up self-confidence for the illusion of safety and security and consistency, but really the opposite happens. We're just failing ahead of time. One of the favorite questions I like to ask myself and my clients when we're feeling lack of self-confidence is this. So what? So what if you fail? So what if you feel embarrassed? So what if it didn't come off the way you expected it to? Some of the thoughts that I choose to develop my own self-confidence are these. What I make it mean is the worst that can happen. I choose to have my own back 100% of the time. Worry only pretends to be necessary. Moving forward and creating momentum is what fuels self-confidence. So keep doing the things you're scared to do. Make decisions and have your own back unquestionably. Release the need for others' approval. You don't need it because you have your own self-approval. Fail forward, refine, tweak, and go again. People will disagree, and that's okay. Let them. One thing we know for sure is that this time on on the planet in this form will come to an end for each and every one of us one day. Much of what will have happened will have been out with our control. The fears, the doubts, the worry of today will mean very little at that time. So why not go all out? Have some fun and see what you can create in this precious time you have. That's all for this week, guys. For updates, be sure and subscribe to my newsletter over at varylongmuir.com and come follow me on Instagram. I'm at varylongmuir. Thanks as always for listening and I'll talk to you next week.
If you enjoyed this podcast and you're ready to dive in deeper to create a business and life with intention, I would love to chat with you. Each month, I offer a limited number of discovery calls. I like to think of these as a casual first date. It's an opportunity for us to connect, for me to find out what's going on in your business and your life at the moment and see if we're a good fit to coach together. These calls are completely free and with zero obligation. And I know from every single person I talk to, they leave with more clarity and more focus, whether they go on to work with me or not. So it's a win-win. There is literally nothing to lose. For more information and to book our virtual coffee date, head on over to vadilongmuir.com slash coaching.